Welcome to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series, and I'm your host, Steve Casillo. Today, we're talking taxes because it's February, and we're talking specifically taxes for the small business and self-employed today. We have with us Adam Cohen. He is the tax manager for Jack Lotteryman CPA up in Arlington, and he is our guest every Friday here on the uh, on the podcast. So let's hop right into it. We're talking taxes, your taxes, right here on the podcast. If it's Friday, if it's 12 noon, it is the About Mansfield Con- uh, Consumer Advice Series, and today we're talking taxes, not only because it's February and we are in tax season, but because uh, that's... Uh, that's what we do here on Fridays, uh, here on live on Facebook. And by the way, if you miss the the video live on Facebook, all of these videos uh, go over to YouTube, and all of these videos also go over to LinkedIn, and the audio from all of these videos go to a podcast. So uh, you can go back and check the archives, and you go, yeah, yeah I missed that one on uh, small business taxes. Well, it's... Uh, you can either find them right here on Facebook in the archives, or you can find them on YouTube or LinkedIn or listen to them in a podcast. So let's get right to it. With us today, he is the tax manager for Jack Lotteryman's CPA PC. Welcome back, Adam Cohen. Glad to be here, Steve. Happy Friday. Let's get into the the business at hand. Not only am am I a small business owner, uh, a lot of my friends are small business owners, and this is a a topic that I think is going to be of of uh, of great interest to uh, to all of my friends and people out there in general who are small business or self employed. And so today's topic: small business and self employed tax considerations. Well, what do you want to know? All right, let's start about uh, let's let's talk about the accounting process. I, I know, you know, back prior to using computers, I used to keep my my uh, my my ledger. I used to have a a, a large ledger book of uh, expenses and and really? and <laughs> income, and and I'd be there with my mechanical pencil and. And and write it in. Do I now, as a small business owner, do I need formalized accounting? You do need formalized accounting, but perhaps not that formal. Okay. Um, if you're writing it out by hand, you just well, maybe people like to do it that way, but it certainly doesn't help uh, time wise. Yeah, I mean, if you're a small business owner, some people say, "Well, I'll just keep things in Excel," and and that works to an extent, and and maybe it is a practical time frame when you can use that. But eventually, and especially as you, you grow, you've got to convert into something formalized that, that's following accounting theory. Otherwise, you're just doing yourself a disservice and you're doing your business a disservice. Give me an example of what formalized accounting is. Sure. That that would be all of the big names you hear about, which would be QuickBooks or QuickBooks Online, or they have uh, FreshBooks, these kind of things that are new competitors for QuickBooks. But the big one is, is QuickBooks. And that means you've got, at its base, you've got a balance sheet that tracks your assets and your liabilities and your equity. And you've got an income statement that's tracking your expenses, your inflows and your outflows uh, in terms of, of your expenditures. Those are the two main ones, but there, there, of course, are more. But if you have that core, then you really 
are able to do the kind of analysis that we do where you figure out profitability of the company. Okay. Uh, excuse me, major cash flows. Okay. And there are, I know that there are online checkbooks, but I, I would assume a checkbook would be a, a much simpler version of, uh, and that keeps your profit and loss, but there's more to it than just how much are you taking in and how much you are spending. Absolutely. How much have you invested in that company over the years that you've owned it? I mean, that's a that's an important question. What kind of uh, assets does this company own? Does it own real estate? Does it own vehicles? Uh, your computers, your printers, uh, desks, all the all those things that you want to keep track of. And there's the asset side of, of the, the equation, but then there's how much do you really owe to other people? And are you breaking out the interest that you're paying on those notes, or are you just uh, recording it all as one lump sum payment, and which doesn't really give you a true figure of what you're what you're paying out? And I would assume it's best to keep track of this uh, on a daily or weekly basis if you're spending money or if you're taking money in, as opposed to trying to uh, amass all these these totals at once at the end of the year. Exactly. Exactly. Well, here's an example. I have a good friend who's a, who's a financial advisor. He's a money he's a money guy, but he's not an accounting guy. And I worked with him yesterday on his books because he only reconciles his accounts to his books once a year. And we had to go back three years to try to figure out a mistake in his accounting that happened because he only touches it once a year. So it's uh, you know it's it's good to touch it at least you know, at least a quarter, every quarter, but ideally once a month, you're reconciling when you get your bank statement. All right. Let's talk about you. You've reached an age where um, you're, you're starting to think about retirement. Yep. Or at least you've reached an age where you start about thinking about retirement. Uh, is Can I set up a retirement account for my small business? Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's, there's all kinds out there that are available. And, and the question is, okay, now I'm in a place where, like you say, I'm, I'm thinking about retirement or, hey, I finally have the cash flow to support putting money in re- into retirement. What the, the factor is going to be is the structure of your company, how many employees you have, if any, and then how much money are you wanting to put aside? There's a lot of variables out there, but the most common ones I see are the solo 401k and the SEP IRA. And those are great tools and we recommend them to a lot of folks. You've got some where you know the minimum threshold might be you know, $15,000 might be what you want to put in. Great. Those two tools will work for you if you're the kind of person who wants to put away uh, $250,000 a year. We can do that too. There are those tools available. Now, just uh, a year or so ago, uh, the government was handing out these these PPP loans for oh, yeah. small businesses, and uh, unfortunately, I was not the recipient of a PPP loan, but a lot of people here locally, a lot of my viewers uh, were, and do do you have to pay back, do you have to pay tax on the forgiven PPP loans? No, you don't. That's a good Good question. And in addition to getting the, the tax-free income, the interest that 
even if you didn't pay it, but it was accrued, that interest is is deductible to your business. Here's another reason to have formalized accounting. If you got the economic injury disaster loan, the idle loans, the grant portion was also not taxable. So if you paid tax on that last year, you need to go back and amend, uh, maybe, it depends upon how much money it was, but you probably overpaid if you paid tax on that. And those PPP loans, uh, there are still a lot of them lingering out there because a lot of people did the second round. Second round is also not taxable once it's forgiven. That's good advice. That's good advice. Um, one final question that I have, again, as a small business owner, the difference between income tax and small business tax. It's something I've been a small business owner for a couple of decades, and I yeah. still don't understand what what's small business tax is. Or business, the business taxes. It seems yeah. like I'm being taxed twice. I'm being taxed on my income, but then there's also that little tax called business tax. Uh, you're, you and, and I think I I know what you're talking about, Steve. You're talking about the self-employment tax. Is that correct? That's it. Okay. So yeah, fifteen point three percent of your net business income uh, above four hundred dollars is going to be taxed for Social Security and Medicare. That's what you're paying. You're paying the employer portion and the employee portion. If you're a W-2 person, your employer pays the other half of that. And you don't see it. It just gets deducted from your wages. But yeah, there's the the progressive income tax, which you know goes up as your income goes up. And there's this sort of, uh, I hear it described as regressive self-employment tax in that you, know, you, you may be a lower earner, but you're still going to pay a lot of self-employment tax as a self-employed person. Aha. Uh-huh. So I'm playing at the, the, even though I'm a company of one, I am the employer paying the income tax and I am the employee paying the self-employment tax. That's exactly right. And then you're paying your income tax on top of it. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Just another part of doing business. It is. It's another part of doing business, but that's why you want formalized accounting figure out how to reduce that as much as possible. If someone had more uh, had more questions about uh, small business, self-employment tax considerations, how can they reach out to Adam Cohen? Give me a call here at the office, 817-231-0666. Again, 231-0666. Or find us on online at uh, dfwtaxteam.com. Adam, always a pleasure. And and again, you 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 hit one of the uh, uh, one of my favorite topics when it comes to taxes, small business, and uh, we'll do this again next Friday right here on Facebook. Adam, have a great weekend. Stay warm. And oh, by the way, Mardi Gras coming up this Tuesday. So uh, oh yeah, so get ready for that. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. You too. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series. If you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.